Welcome to my official author podcast. My name is Jennifer Lowry, and I'm a debut author. Yep, it's my first go at the publishing world, and I would love for you to join this dream ride with me as I am at my initial stages to wherever God would lead. Today, I want to talk with you about how I create characters. So I often wondered growing up where authors would come up with these amazing characters. You know, they were my friends. They were my enemies. I wanted to beat them up, but my little hands could do no harm. I wanted to get to know them more so I would turn the pages. It would fascinate me to no end. And there are hundreds of thousands of books published each year just in the United States. And if you consider how many characters are invested in each of those books, it's just just wow. So it was only until I started writing did I understand where maybe other authors' characters came from. So I want to talk with you about my process and where my characters come from. Number one... They come from every lived experience and every lived emotion, recorded history, and dialogue I've had. I understand that. I can't deny that there can be one little thread about me and a character somewhere um, that I can relate to. Um, they come to me in the form of strangers or overheard conversations in passing at a mall. A third way they come to me is I'm a very visual um, learner. I'm a visual learner, and so I'm visually minded. When I see people, actors, actresses, especially um, people on the news, um, I start like forming them, almost like I'm taking Lego pieces and I'm building and crafting my own Lego minifigure. Um, I do that with real people. Um, and the last one, just my mind just visually creates pieces of like this and that and in-betweens. And I stitch together like these Frankensteinish creatures of my own doing. And I say, he's alive or she's alive. And then they become. So regardless of where your characters come from, we must stay true to their voice. So they speak full conversations in my head, I will admit it, and it's usually when I'm in the car, when I don't have my journal book or my, my computer in front of me, and the only way that I can do that is to depend on my tired old memory or my recorder, but they are the ones that control the show. They are the ones really driving the car because they show me where they want to go. And I learned that if I hold them back by restraining their voice, then they will never become themselves. Only replications of me every single time. And uh, that's not the way that this can work because I can't have all these gins out there in every single book. I mean, no, I can't do that. Um, I will tell you one thing I love the most personally is when characters surprise me. Because I never quite know where a story is going to lead or how the characters are going to interact with one another once they actually meet each other and they're all in the same room. And it can it can be positive or a negative experience. It can go one way or the other. And I'm like, wait, why did this just happen? Because they have this natural way 
of figuring the scenes out and the story out. And all I'm doing is just putting my fingers across those keys. Yeah, I get angry. And I want to throw my book in the trash. Because I don't want anybody else to, like, see this. Why did you make this mistake? Or I really wish this character didn't choose that guy. Or why did they make that decision? Because me, I'm the responsible adult here. And I know where this could lead. I've, I've cried at a welcome home. Like, every single time I read it, I cry my eyes out. Like a baby. Like, I cry when my characters make me, like, overwhelmingly proud. Like, when they come to this point where they get their aha moments. I get the goosebump feeling. And I'm writing them. And I've seen it. And I've read it a bunch of times. And I still get it. Because I have this sense of pride. Or this intense heartbreak. Or this emotion for them. And usually it'll come out when I'm tears. So, another thing I love is when somebody is beta reading right now and they run up to me and they are screaming as they see me. And I'm thinking, okay, I've done something really bad. But it wasn't. It was, who are these characters? And I'm going, honestly, they're characters I made up. No, 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 they're people. They're people you know. Are they in your family? Do you, is this from a true story? Where is this from? And I'm like, no, they're just characters and the whole time I started getting that that, that warm gushy feeling because I realized what is happening my characters have this authentic way about them they have this place now in the world that they fit into and that moment for me was like a validation that I didn't have to go out and invest tons of money on how-to workshops on how to craft characters or, or do any of that. I just had to trust my writing instincts. I had to go with my gut. And I had to invest plenty of time and energy and constraint and just let them create themselves. To let them be themselves. Let them be authentic, true to what they stand for and how they're going to behave and how they believe. And just let their voice be heard. So yeah, that means that we might need to have less mental talk and worry. We might need to take away our little organizational charts maybe for a while. Because that might lead us to stress over who they're meant to be. And it might not really work out the way we actually plan them to be. But just trust that they will be exactly what your story needs. And let them have the room to come out and play. Let them surprise you. I want us to pray together a Bible verse from Psalm 139, 14. I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works, and my soul knows it very well. I just want to thank the Lord for giving us this gift to create and express ourselves with words and for allowing our spirit to really help guide us in our writing. And I want to thank God for allowing us the space to craft worlds and creatures and thoughts and ideas and characters. And it's with praise that I just thank God for creating me in this quirky, unique, weird kind of way and the way that my brain works. Um, 
I may not have the talents of this or that author out there on the market, and I may not have 10 New York Times bestsellers credited to my name yet, but I have the passion and the desire to spread just joy and love and an escape in a book and all that I write and do. So, write something inspiring today and share it with the world. And thanks for joining me on Jen Lowry Writes. Have a blessed day.